Welcome back to Twice Upon a Time. This time, Roger and I watched Season 4, Episode 1, A Tale of Two Sisters. As always, we'll start off with a synopsis. In Arendelle, Anna is getting ready for her marriage to Kristoff when Elsa discovers that the trip their parents took, which ended in their doom, was because they were afraid of her. Despite Elsa's protestations, Anna decides to postpone her wedding and travel to Mist Haven to find out what their parents were doing there. In Storybrook, a confused and scared Elsa arrives and wreaks havoc on the town with a snow monster. Meanwhile, the ever-honorable Robin decides to stick with his marriage vows, and Regina is left alone without her happy ending. She seeks Sidney's help, trapping him in the mirror again, but when she can't find a way to go back in time to kill Marion, she decides she needs to find the author of the storybook so that he can write her a happy ending. Across town, Rumple and Belle are on their honeymoon. In an effort to start their marriage on the right foot, Rumple switches the daggers back, giving Belle the real one, until he discovers a magical hat and switches them back once again. Roger, what'd you think of this episode? Boo! Uh, this is a bottom five episode so far. Oh, I thought you were. I thought that was. I thought that was just gonna be it. Just boo. No, no, no further explanation. No, I thought about it. Honestly, I could just end the podcast by booing. Yeah, no, I mean, this episode's terrible. I, I don't even have a... There are some things I actually... Like, we talked about this during the episode. I was like, there are some concepts in this that would be really fun. But, I mean, this is... You know how there are episodes that you think about, like, snow, that's Snowfalls for you, or Snowdrifts, and Think Lovely Thoughts for me, or Skin Deep, and you're like, wow, this lived up to the hype? I was, like, worried and concerned at how much I hated this, because I hadn't seen it a second time. This actually... Oh, you've never watched this again? I've never watched it again. Okay. Because I hated this season when I watched it. And I watched it again. I was like, this is as bad, if not worse, than I recall. Yeah. Um, I don't care about these new characters at all. This is worse than Aurora and Fulton. I don't care about them at all. Not at all. Um, the most interesting part of this episode is Regina. And I think there are some good nuggets in here about Regina. I think Rumpel finding whatever that is is kind of interesting. Too. I mean, what's in the box, man? What's in the box? <laughs> Always a good mystery. Yeah. But... Um... It's not a good episode. No. It's just not good. No. Um, all right. Let's start in Arendelle. Sure. Sure. Uh, so we open with a storm with two people that we don't know who they are, and we don't even actually learn their names. <laughs> even in the episode, once we learn that they're Anna and Elsa's parents, we still don't even know their names. So. Though, so, you know, it's funny. I don't know Charming's mother's name. Ruth. Okay, sure. Let's go with that. That sounds right. I'm pretty sure that's her I name. Think you're right. I think I don't Snow think called her that. Yeah, no, I think you're right. <laughs> I don't think I just pulled that out of nowhere. Uh, but we're like, you don't know Zillina's father's name. Yeah, they also don't just like start a season of a TV show. Yeah. 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 Bold move. Um, and then we meet Anna and Elsa. Um, I I mean, okay, Anna is incredibly annoying. Like, incredibly so. For many reasons. She talks too much. And, like, what are you doing in my show? Why are you here? Why are I, you ruining my show? I'm legitimately trying to figure out if I dislike her or Emma more. And I don't have a clear fit answer for you. And I've only seen this character for 45 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I will say, like, I, I kind of... One of the things that I really like about the Frozen movie is, like, their sisterly bond. And they, like, kind of try to show that here. But... It relies too heavily on knowing who they are from like, seeing the movie. I was going to ask, if, you, if you've if you watched the movie, is this more enjoyable? Because you've watched the movie. Yeah, I mean, maybe, but I don't... It's not this... Like, it, it relies too heavily on knowing who they are and having seen the movie. And sure, like, you might get more enjoyment out, out of some of the other things if you've seen the movie. But, like, everybody knows who Snow White is. Like, everybody knows who Cinderella is. And this point is that they're, like, telling you a story that's different than what you know. Yeah. And these characters are not different than what we know. This is exactly the same yeah, as Frozen. it's the same. Um, I don't get why they're... I, I, I will always assume that the networks force them to bring them in because they, they never referenced this before, and to my knowledge, they never reference it afterwards. This just feels like... Hey, we had a tight story and we were going to force you to do like 11 episodes of this bullshit and then we can just leave it and never come back to it again. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't really surprise me that this happened. I think while this was a very popular show, I think ratings had been falling since the first season. And I think... They um, weren't that bad. No, they point. weren't. It was it was like a headliner for, a, yeah. for ABC. But I'm sure Disney was like, well, this Frozen thing is a fucking moneymaker. So you're doing that. 
And they were like, okay. The other thing that I hadn't really thought about before, um, you know how when we were watching 3B, we kind of discovered one of the things that we didn't like about it was that they like took all the mystery out of it. Yeah. Um, the impetus for all of the conflict here is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like Elsa just randomly happens to open a journal that says a thing in it. And that's what started the conflict. And then in Storybrooke, when she's like hiding and she produces the snow monster, a newspaper just happens to blow her way and she discovers that necklace that she knows belongs to her sister on the front of the newspaper. It's like, okay, could we like try to write a little better, please? Could we just try a little, just a little bit, anything. Love that. But yeah, the I think the 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 fact that they're the same, they're just the same. There's nothing new about them. They're not like giving them more characterization. It's just it's yeah. Um although I will say, I think we have a bad parent award to give away here. That journal entry, what we've seen from Elsa is terrifying and it has to be stopped. Bad parent award. I don't know. I think if you took most statements out of context, it sounds pretty bad. Okay. What do you think the rest of the statement is? Well, like, there's a difference between I think you have something that is terrifying and it needs to be stopped. Like, Belle would say the darkness inside Rumpel is terrifying and needs to be stopped. That doesn't mean she wants to kill Rumpel. Right. I don't, and I also don't think that's what they were saying. Yeah. But, but just, that's how it's being interpreted. Like, yeah. They're saying, oh, Elsa needs... Elsa? Elsa. Elsa needs to be stopped. Whereas, like, I think a logical person would like, they just think her power is terrifying. And quite frankly, she doesn't even think her power is controllable. Like, she can't control it, so... Sure she does not control it well. In it's not all that unreasonable. Um, oh, I have to change my most ridiculous moment. <laughs> moment, as in applying one. Well, I have two, but... Also, like, this... The, 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 the talking to a rock thing... Are we in a cartoon now? Like, look, I'm fine with suspension and disbelief. Obviously, we're doing a podcast, a show about fairy tale. But, like, when she goes and talks, I'm assuming that's a troll? It's a rock troll, yeah. I was just like, why the fuck are we talking to rock trolls? Yeah. This is just now dumb. They're, I mean, they're in the movie. And I think that it's, I think it's based on, like, an, I think this is based on a Norwegian fairy tale that, like, we just aren't familiar with. Which, fine. Great. Um, But... I feel like it might have been more interesting to make them not trolls and have, like, the legend be that they are trolls, sure. but, like, they're actually... Just people. A biker gang. I don't know. <laughs> also, I, I think your original point is actually the most important point, is that we're seeing, like, Regina is the evil queen with a twist. Yeah. Snow White is Snow White with a twist. Charming, mm-hmm. you know, all of these characters that you're familiar with and you know, but they're a little bit different in the real world. One of the reasons I don't like Emma is that she isn't a character with a twist. She's just generic blonde girl. These are the exact same characters that we already know. The same problem I had with Sleeping Beauty. I already know this character, so mm-hmm. I don't give a shit. And right now, all you've done, apparently, is just retell the same story, but now in Once Upon a Time. Like, they're in the way of things I care about, and I don't yeah. give a shit about them. Well, and interestingly, to some degree, I feel like the actual problem here is that Disney did better. They, like, made better characters later on. And they don't necessarily need to make them with a twist. Um, and that's fine. They don't need to be part of this TV show. Like like Mulan, for instance. Oh. Like, Mulan is a better character than Snow White. Like, she has motivations. She's interesting. She cares about things that aren't, like, just put upon her by others. Like, it's an interesting story that people can relate to. And I think that a lot of that is true about, like, Anna and Elsa. Like, their sisterly bond is kind of beautiful. But, like, we don't need that here. Like, show us some shitty character from the 1940s that we want to improve upon. Yeah, I mean, that's (laughs) the thing, though, is that, like, while I'm sure that is important, this show already gives me that. Yeah, 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 it does. So then adding to the picture. I also, and I'll come back to this a lot in the recap. We've got, you know, there's a lioness, right? They talk about this in wrestling a lot. You have good guys and you have bad guys. If you have too many of one, things don't really make sense. You need balance. Right now, you've got everybody on the good side. You've got, like, Rumple in his usual gray. And then you just added three more characters to the good. So it's just fucking overloaded over here. We don't even have the villain right now. So now we're pushing Regina back into the villainous side, I suppose, or I just got good, 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 good. Like, okay, there's too much. Yeah, I think that's a fair assessment. Um, yeah, so 
Anna decided to go to Mist Haven, which is the Enchanted Forest, to figure out what's up with her parents, why they were why they were afraid of Elsa, why they went. So we had happening. four episodes that have like set the tone for the season. I gave the pilot a lot of credit for I guess five if you want to count New York for the series for the season. Well, I'm saying like uh, the the pilot set the tone for season one. Broken oh, set the tone for season two. Uh-huh. Yeah, Heart of Truth Believer set the tone for season three. And I thought that almost like even Broken did a good job of setting things up going forward. This I I don't know that I feel like anything happened. Yeah, like I'm sitting there wondering. I was like, what? I took so few notes in Arendelle, too, and I feel like there's way too much time spent there. I have, like, five lines, and I don't know, that, and most of it is just me, like, I don't care. One of my lines is that Roger didn't know that reindeer were real animals. I thought they were a part of a children's fairy tale song. To be fair, I thought that narwhals were fake animals. That seems fake. Yeah, I mean, it's, gonna... it's a unicorn whale. Are there any other? They can't actually fly. What? Reindeer. No, they can't fly. They're just... Are Pegasus real, too? No. You don't understand why someone would think they're fake when no. the only reference is Rudolph and the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I, I'm just surprised you've never seen one. Where would I see that at? I don't know. A zoo? A petting zoo? Like, we have them. I just assumed those would be deer. No, the reindeer. No. Well, do they have red noses? Nope. No red noses. I seem fake. So one of my lines about this was not even about this. That was the most interesting part of the Arendelle part, me not knowing reindeer. Yeah, definitely. It, that's sad. Definitely. Um, why can he talk to reindeer, by the way? I, yeah, he, I don't know. He has an affinity to animals. You know what my most interesting part of this was? That you find Kristoff attractive. It's just because I like him in Crazy Ice Girl. I know, but he's so like... I know, he's not my type. It's It's like... Like, I have a very clear type, right? Scarlett Johansson and Regina. And then it'd be, like, randomly if I just throw, like, I don't know, the girl from, like, Brave in there. And you'd be like, well, one of these things is not like the other one. I mean, I think that Charming is handsome also. You also think Charming is a super badass, like Chris Evans. So he's, like, your old dad. I mean, Chris Evans isn't even really my type, to be honest. Yeah, but Charming is, like, dad Captain America, which is definitely your type. (laughs) Dad Captain America. I don't know if dads are my type. Old men are. Yeah, that's accurate. Yeah, and he's dad, not old, but he, he's not old, but he has dad energy. Although I will say, in Manifest, he when he's older, more attractive. Case and point. Yeah, that's fair. Got it. And he's like, he's a granddad. He's a dad, right? He's got kind of the. He's a granddad. Yeah, he is a granddad. That's true. He's, he makes dad jokes. I mean, he's got you know old man strength. All right. Oh, right, I'm done with this. Yeah. Gosh. How many more episodes of this do we have before we get ten? <laughs> I see why I never rewatched this. Storybrook. Here we are. <laughs> that was a noise. Where do you want to start? Want to start with Rumple and Belle? No, let's just get Elsa out of the way. Okay. I just want to be done with her and never have talked about her again. So she walks out of the barn, which I guess is what we last saw at the end of season 3B. Yep. And then she just starts freezing shit? Well, okay, so she's walking and she's confused and scared. I don't think she has any because she, she just she came out of that that jar thing. The urn. So like, who knows the urn? Thank yeah, you. Sure. Um, who knows how long she's been in there? Like, how did it end up in Rumple's vault? Like, you know. Sure. Those things. So we, she's confused, reasonable, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. and she's not really in control of her magic. It seems. Uh-huh. Is that a thing from the story? Yes. She can't control her magic when she's yes. When, like, you know, how you like you get in your head about stuff, she's got the yips. Yeah, she has the yips. Got it. Um, she's like, I can't control my magic, and because I think I can't control my magic, I can't control my magic. Okay, um, crisis of power. And then she almost gets hit by a car, which she's like never seen a car before, so terrifying. Yeah, got it. No, that's reasonable. She's seen like a carriage, I'm sure. Yeah, she's seen a carriage, basically a motorized carriage. Yep, and then sleepy drive. That should not be okay. Well, yeah, for one, okay, the reason that you don't let the drunks drive is that their driving is impaired by the alcohol, but sleepy is impaired by the sleeping and the narcolepsy. Yeah, I don't think you can get a driver's license if you have narcolepsy. I mean, the rules of Storybrooke are, (laughs) well, eh, but maybe not sleepy. Like, there are six dwarves now? There are seven. Stealthy was an eighth dwarf. Oh, Stealthy's actually not part of the, like, the... Correct. There's no Stealthy in... What about the one that lost his memories? 
Remember they pushed him over the town line um, too? I have to assume that that was Doc because he's a pharmacist. Oh, yeah. Did they ever give him back to him? They do. Remember, Leroy gets the memory potion and he also gives it to Rumpel to give to Belle. Okay. Maybe Doc could be the one. He's a doctor. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't let uh, let him drive. No, oh, no. That's Sneezy. Sneezy is the pharmacist. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, We're running around town, and she's, like, having a trail that, like, follows her. Does she not realize that she's leaving an ice trail? I think she does realize it, but she can't control can't that control it's happening. It. Um, which is not good. And then her plan is to hide in, like, a corner of a building? Yeah, I don't... I don't know. It was... It was... It was a bad plan. And then that piece of newspaper just blows her away. Yeah, I... Uh, yeah um i did enjoy the look on emma's face when the snow monster shows up i like when they bring the funny she's good at the like this is fucking ridiculous yes yeah. well it's so funny like hook's trying to have a serious conversation with her like there's always like crisis perhaps you should consider living your life during them otherwise you might miss it and then leroy shows up screaming we're being attacked <laughs> and then they chase the monster and emma's like the fuck the fuck Thing. Well, and the best part too is is she will use any excuse to yes, get out of a yes. conversation about her emotion. Oh yeah. But the last two times she's had to do it was a time portal and a giant snow monster. So like you kind of get it. Yeah. But it's also like he is right. There's always a damn. Oh, well, there's always a crisis. There's always a crisis. And she, I mean, he does get he gets pretty real with her. Like he's like, "Yep, I understand that you're upset about Regina, but like that's not it. That's not the only thing." You know what his mistake is? What he keeps pursuing her. Like, legitimately, Emma is definitely the type that if he stopped pursuing her and pursued someone else, she would be all over him. 100%. Yeah. She's like classic the, like, if you like me, I don't like you. If he actually had went and hit on Abigail, she would have been like, what the fuck are you doing? I think it's interesting that you've chosen Abigail. Her dad can make gold. <laughs> I guess you're right. He was very interested in that prospect. Also, what other single women are in this town? I don't think she's a single woman. I think she's with her gym teacher fella. Frederick? Yeah. I mean, I've never seen him again. And she actually didn't look like someone who was with someone. Like, she looked pissed. <laughs> she was just smiling. She was talking to Granny. No, I thought she was frowning. No, she looked perfectly happy. Uh, maybe. Um, I don't know what other single women there are. Like, literally, I don't think there are any other options. Yeah, maybe. Cinderella ain't single. Regina? <laughs> Regina is not single. <laughs> Maybe partner Marion with Hook? Whoa. That's a, that's a, that's deep. Yeah, like it solved two problems with one. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. Or if Zelina were still around. Um, another thing I loved uh, when they were in the woods and they were like chasing the, the monster is chasing mm -hmm. them. And they like, Emma kind of realized like it freaks out when you try to attack it. Otherwise it's kind of fine. When somebody shoots it and it gets mad. And then they're like, what are we going to do now? And Emma, like, forgets that she has magic. Yeah. What? I actually think makes sense. It's kind of like, I really like... Wait, what? Well, she didn't have magic, like, fairly recently. Sure. Um, And, like, it's not something that she's lived with her her whole life. Like, think about... I really like in... I think it might be in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier TV show. When Bucky talks about how he uses his his non... Uh, um super soldier arm super soldier arm all the time because he's right-handed mm -hmm. like he's like it just doesn't occur to me because i'm right-handed yeah like she just it just doesn't occur to her which i would totally buy pre portal jumping episode where you went back in time went into a vault had to go through this big discovery and then opened another time portal with your magic yeah. like what time has really passed actually isn't this like the next day after that much time has passed Cause actually, actually cause we see regina walk out of the um event like that same night and then it's like the next day yeah you're it must be the next day because elsa just came out yeah you're so right it's been like a day i don't she think she just opened a time portal you're right forgetting is a little yeah. silly yeah. um also what was regina doing in the woods 
Like, she shows up and defeats the monster. Like, how did she, what was she doing there? Well, I actually think it's probably not hard to deduce what was going on. Because Did she, like, follow them? Well, no. I think she was doing her own thing. Like, she probably was just out and about and then heard people screaming and panicking. And if you can be within earshot of Leroy, which is anywhere. That's true. And also, the monster's huge. Hmm. And she can sense, sense magic, can't she? Yeah, some sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes she I don't can know. sense magic. Also, maybe she was just watching Marion. Who fucking knows? Yeah, that's true. She did get up. You want to talk about Regina now? <sighs> I guess there's Emma and Hook have that. No, let's talk about Emma and Hook a little bit. Um, <laughs> do you want to go home and see what's on Netflix? So she's alluding to Netflix and chill. Yes. Which she obviously does not understand. Of course. But he's like, I'm into it, whatever. Let's do he's it. Like, yep, I'll do it. Anything you want, I'm here for it. I just, I don't know that I. I get why some women may find their interactions adorable, but I think it's just obnoxious at some point. It's almost like I said with the Regina and um, Robin being juvenile, like against each other. After a while, it's tiresome. Mm. This is like two seasons of this now. Can we like evolve and move on already? Like it was adorable maybe at the Beanstalk and maybe at the beginning of season three. Are we going to keep doing this? Like, are you teenagers forever? Like, you're Peter Pan at this point. Are you going to grow up or are you going to be adults now? He hasn't had to grow up in a long time. Who? Hook. Hook isn't the problem. No, I know. I'm just yeah. making a Neverland joke. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have all the time in the world unless another smoke and unless another monster shows up. And, and she had the audacity to tell him to be patient. She's been patient for two seasons. And although it hasn't been that long. It's been two seasons. I know it's been two seasons, but it's probably been like I don't know, okay, they were they were in uh Neverland for like two weeks. I think more than two weeks passed. I think you were your time frame is way the fuck off there. I don't think I'm I don't too think many so. crazy things happened. I don't think so, Roger. I'm just gonna say it was six months. It was not. <laughs> There's no frame of reference because it's always nighttime in Neverland. It's no. How would you know this? They'd say it at one when? point. I don't know. They never say. I was. We were talking about. Also, that. I once read this very intense timeline. Oh God! Did you read the same timeline where you can scroll through it? It was. It, no, the one I read was in Google, like a Google spreadsheet. Yeah. It was intense. Yeah. Thank you, whoever put that together. No, someone put together a time that you can literally scroll through. Oh, that's amazing. I bet it's fantastic. Oh, I don't, I, I think the two weeks thing, I don't think six months is accurate either, but I think the two weeks, but even so, like whatever time they were in the Enchanted Forest, the remainder of season two, all you of- You mean the, when they went back in time? No, no, no. No, in season- They meet in the Enchanted yeah. Forest mm -hmm. in season two. So all of that time has progressed. Mm -hmm. All of Neverland, all of the events of season 3B, plus the year, because we have a year gap, so it's at least been a year plus. I'm going to go with three months. For Neverland? No. You think all of those things occurred in three months? I do. No. I don't accept that. <laughs> There's no way. Absolutely not. I do. That time is just... For one, Henry has aged too much for it to have been three months. Well, that is just like real life time. Well... I'm going by the aging of Henry. Unless we're going to say that Henry is still supposed to be a 10-year-old boy, which he's clearly not. At least two years have passed. All right. He's been patient enough is my point. Yeah, I mean, I don't disagree. I do not disagree. Um, anything else on those two? Why is she avoiding him, too? I don't get it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I think she does legitimately feel bad about Regina, but there's clearly something else, and he calls her on it, and she doesn't tell him what it is. Like, I don't... Like, you always... Like, you defend this character, and you always say she's relatable. Like, is playing hard to get just a thing that people enjoy doing? She's trying to play hard to get. It seems like it. I know. But I think that she, like, is legitimately scared... Of to, what? Of Hook! To be happy! That's dumb. You literally went back in time and watched your parents fall in love and you failed to learn the message from that? Yeah, I think we'll learn what she's scared of in the next episode. I think that she's very relatable. Don't say things like that because it makes me lose respect for you and I don't want to do that. Because mm -hmm. she's an idiot. I'm sorry, who, who was it that didn't know what reindeer were? I don't argue that reindeer should be fake. You know what? Reindeer being fake is more logical than 99% of the shit Emma does. Okay. 
Um, where do you want to go now? Um. Oh. oh wait, I have one more Hook and Emma thing. I actually maybe should have called this my favorite moment. No, this is not my favorite moment. It's my second favorite moment though. When all the Charmings are like out for a walk with a baby. Not and... all the Charmings. Which Charming wasn't there? David. David was there. With the stroller? Yeah, he was just, but like they were all together and then Snow and Emma break off and and Henry and Charming were, were oh, walking behind them. I didn't notice that. Okay. Yeah. Well. Um, Snow tries to like ask Emma about Hook and she said there is no me and Hook. And the like Snow makes this like face that I was just like in love with. It was amazing. She was like, no, that's no, no, no. See, like that though, even that phrase is ridiculous to me. There is no me and Hook. Really? Yeah, I mean, I get, yes, that is kind of a ridiculous thing to th say. I think what she meant was we have not, like, identified our relationship because I am a, I am afraid to do that. You know, I think, you know how much, like, I always say that um, your weird obsession with doors says a lot more My about you. Obsession? How you're always tripped out that, like, the Charmings don't have doors. Oh, uh-huh. I think your ability to relate to Emma and her inability to process, like, basic fundamental things of a human being says more about you than it does about the character That's, like absolutely why i relate to emma yeah i don't you're not I... like calling me on something i just didn't like... realize that <laughs> and now i think i do which is why i can't stand her because she's just obnoxious but you're like no i get this she has walls what are you to say about me roger you don't like me you can't stand me i'm not dating you so these aren't my problems <laughs> well <laughs> It would be frustrating if I had pursued you for two seasons and this is yes, the response I got. I yeah. No, I would be very angry at you. But no. All right. Um, I think I am done. Regina? Yeah, I think Regina, Marion, and Robin are probably the next Yeah. So this does I thought they were gonna position love triangle, but this is clearly not a love triangle. Yeah, I don't know if they like got the memo that everyone yeah. was sick of love triangle yeah. and they were like, no love triangle. Yeah, good. But Robin's reasoning is fascinating to me. It is pretty in line with like who like legendary Robin Hood. Like he's an honorable man that like cares about doing the right thing. But I actually don't think this is the right thing. I think that it's the right thing to figure out like how to have a fam how to be a family like with their son. And, like, she doesn't know anything about being here. So, like, she's going to need some help. But that doesn't mean he has to, like, be with her. But I guess, I don't know. If your dead wife came back to life, I'd probably be confused about my feelings, too. Yeah. I mean, did anyone even consider, like, Thruple? <laughs> I, I, I think... That this show is like a pretty big step for Disney, and I think Thrupple is like a little too far. Little, little it's much. Just, it's just too much to ask. All right. I also don't think that Regina would be into a Thrupple. I mean, Regina is many things, but I feel like she would want to be the center of attention. You know. I actually think Regina would be into a Thrupple, but the other two have to only be into her. And not each other. Yes. Yeah, I, I think that could work. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think that could work. work. I mean, she just is like dragging Sydney along here. Well, yeah, but that's not a... I know that she's not interested in him, but I think that she does like how interested he is in her. Well, the obedience is useful. She actually doesn't have a thing for him because she doesn't respect him yeah. at all. Yeah. yeah, no, I think that she just... I think that she both likes that he's there to do whatever she needs him to do, but I also think it's like an added bonus that he like is obsessed with her. I, I think truthfully, if he were that obedient without the obsession, it would make no difference to her. I think it is purely what he can do for her. And I think that's what makes, he is a tool to be utilized, which is yeah. the fucked up part about it. She doesn't actually see him as a human being. She sees him as the mirror mirror on the wall. Although, I mean, I think- Which we hear. Something that I actually do like about this episode, um, is, you know, we've kind of talked about there was in season two, we got like Regina being like, all right, I'm going to be better for Henry. And then she takes this like enormous backslide. And then all of a sudden in three and then in three A, it's like all about saving Henry. And then in three B, she's like kind of decided to become a better person. And all of a sudden she can like use a little light, light magic. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
And I think this is like a reasonable step back. Like she's not, she's not willing to just like straight up mur- murder present Marion. She's not saying like Sydney, you got to stay in this mirror forever. It's a it's a backslide. I'm not trying to like rationalize her behavior, but I don't think that she's like gone all the way backwards. I think she's like I'm gonna see if I can utilize some of my nasty skills just like a little bit. And she quickly realizes, like, I don't, I can't murder these people. Like, she she could have just let that snow monster murder Marion, and she couldn't do it. I, so you always said in season two, the reason that she was able or willing to listen to Cora was that it would get her everything she wanted. I don't know that that has changed. I think the difference is that she knows that if she does the thing she's used to doing, it won't get her what she wants, which to me is really the same. Mm-hmm. It's just, she's, she's like more aware of the consequences of her actions whereas like younger regina would have been like i'm gonna murder her and then would be like i don't understand why i don't get robin now this isn't my fault and Mm -hmm. she would blame someone else whereas now she goes well if i do this thing yeah it's gonna cost me so she just learns to stop but the behind the scenes motivation is about the same but she does say that and i agree because she tells sydney like well we can't just kill her like back to me yeah but if she like the only person that saw her arrive in the woods was Marion. Yeah. And the, if the snow monster killed Marion, nobody would have known. Yep. That's true. So like she, I think, I think that she was saying that, like, I think that she was actually trying to rationalize her behavior to herself and she couldn't let, she just couldn't do it. Well, and I agree with you. And I think there's a second point though. I think the problem is, is that she couldn't have Robin because if she did it, she would not be okay. Like now it would bother her. So like yeah. she would have to tell Robin, yes. which means that she can't have him like yeah. that. I actually kind of wish they had played this more comedically. And her, instead of her trying to get rid of Marin, it would have been funny to see Regina try to simply win Robin. Mm, that would have been really funny. Like give me Regina who's literally just trying to, and like Regina's probably not ever had to pursue a man. It would have been hilarious to watch six episodes of Regina trying to flirt and trying to like, or like going to Mary Margaret for a fair advice. Mm -hmm. Like there was a lot of potential you could have done with this where she's like trying to dress sexy in front of him, trying to like, just like doing everything. And she's like, she's terrible at this because she's always been just lusty after. Like that would have been way more interesting than just like Regina needing to backslide. That's true. Well, and it, it, we still could have ended it with the same, like Regina realizes that she needs to do the right thing Mm -hmm. and like let them Try yeah, like to... even Robin gives in for yeah. her and she's like, actually, this is wrong. Don't do this. You yeah. guys need to figure it out. Like yeah. you could have had the same thing, but we could have gotten like a don't have to repeat the same story. That would be really again. funny. That would be funny. I mean, especially considering like that episode where she tries to seduce Charming and it like yeah. doesn't work. Like it, it, turning that in a comedic style. Like, oh, like said. imagine a conversation with like Regina and Rumpel in her room and they talk about how bad they are. Dating. Who does Regina go to for dating? At, I mean, I guess it's snow, but it's like. No, that's a fair advice. That's different. Rumpel goes to to Charming for dating advice. Who does and she... Regina goes to. Henry. Henry. <laughs> God. Actually, so I think she should think about going to Ruby and then go, nope. And then just like walk out. And she's like, I feel like Regina going to a bunch of different people would be like, this isn't going to work. And like, you kind of like, Archie's not going to know what the fuck to do. Gold's not going to know what the fuck to do. The only person you got snow, Emma, not going to work. Like they could have really made a joke out of, yeah, so I have this relationship problem. I was like really happy with my uh-huh. true love. And then his dead wife came from the past into the future. Oh, and um the reason that she's not dead is because I didn't kill her in the past. And then cut to like charming and snow who are just like <laughs> So I hit him in like Snow White being like, Have you tried hitting him with a rock? Like there was a lot of like have you tried that? Yeah. That's a good one. It's worked for me too on two different occasions. Yeah, I, I so yeah, I agree with you that that's not a total backslide, though it is a backslide. And I actually wish so this is the level of backslide that I wish we'd gotten into because I think this is a reasonable backslide. Like, okay, she's not returning to like murderous <laughs> intent. Yes, that's what I mean. Yeah. It's like a reasonable it's not like a complete mountain valley. It's like, oh, I slid down the mountain a little. Which well, I got fucked over and okay, I tried doing it yeah. the good way. Now let me maybe try it the other way. Like how Rumpel does, where like he like goes with Lacey for a little bit and then he's like, actually, this isn't what I want. Yeah. You could have done the same story with Regina. I like where Regina gets to in the end, though. That's interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. That's like the only interesting part of this episode. Yeah. Who wrote that fucking book? Why have we never asked that question before? 
Yeah, that's actually a really good question. We've never asked that no. question before. And I mean, I mean that in like we have never done it on this podcast. Yeah. It never occurred to me to ask that uh -uh. question while I was watching the show. Never. And it's a really interesting question. It's also interesting that so I've always thought Regina viewed things through the lens of well, if Rumple even can't do it, then there's no chance in hell I can do it. And is Rumple being back and married to Bella happy ending, or is Rumple having lost his son a negative? Like I don't know where she views him anymore. Which means, does she view herself as not being able to get a happy ending still? Which she does say now. Yeah. But then she thinks she can change fate. Well, and I think she also... Uh, I, she is back to blaming, though. She just blames the book now. Yeah, it's all the book's fault. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, God, that scene where she puts Sydney in the mirror and she's like, he gets all, he freaks out. Um, and then she's like, as queen, I sentenced many to death, captured many prisoners. And he's like, you don't remember Marion. She's like, yeah, well, she's awfully vanilla, don't you think? I, I, again, I like when they do the funny. Like, it's, it's almost like the scene of like, you killed my father. Do you know how little that narrows it down? Yeah. I've killed many fa. I've had a many a man's wives. Is this the first time in the show that we've heard Regina say mirror, mirror on the wall? So I think it is. I, I think we've heard her address the mirror, but yes. I don't recall her saying mirror, mirror on the wall. So that's pretty cool. And what does she say? She, and she doesn't say who is the fairest of them all. She says, who do I want to kill most of uh -huh. all? Yeah, that's a great line. It's a good line. As is, the stench of peasant is overwhelming. So what this is actually kind of my point that I made back when we did the season or the final episodes is that I think Regina's because you know that look that Regina gives after she sees herself. She's actually kind of disgusted with who she used yes. to be. Yes. Yeah. Her confronting herself in the past would have been wild. Oh, yeah. Because like that Regina would think current Regina is weak and spineless mm -hmm. and like sad and pathetic. And current Regina would go, you're a heartless monster who's sad. And but so they like would both have very valid criticisms of one mm. another. That would have been super interesting. And you kind of see it. Like, I think that's part of the reason she doesn't do that. Because she does, like, she gets to see exactly who she was. And it's like, I can't be that person again. But I still want my thing. Yeah. So she's got to find a way to get her thing. And she has decided that it is the book. Now I'm really mad that we didn't get Regina trying to flirt. Yeah, I think that would be really good. Be hilarious. Imagine, like, Regina having to be like, Belle, I need a favor. How did you win Rumpel? <laughs> Have you tried being his chambermaid? I also, back to the Regina and Robin conversation, there were a couple cool shots in this episode. Um, I actually thought the shot of Elsa freezing the van was pretty cool. Like, the angle was cool and the way that you, like, see the... Because the van was in, like, full speed. It was also stupid. But, the, like, why did she just do this? Like, move. Like, you saw it from, like... Yeah, I don't know why people don't move. Well, I, don't, I, I don't get that. Like, um, Wait, was she like frozen solid? No, just she just was scared. I like you've seen that Austin Power scene where he's like, "Stop!" and it's like a mile away. You're like, "Just move! Just Take move. five steps to the right." I also really liked in Regina's office with um, Regina's office is so cool. It's like black and white, You're talking about and then the, the side bowl. Shot? Well, that was cool, but before that, the oh. her black and white office decor and like the bowl of red. Yeah um apples it just yep. looks very it cool pops and then the door scene between door scene emma and regina was very cool like the i liked like being able to see both of them on either side of the oh door. let's talk about emma and regina okay i want your thoughts on this like the only reaction throughout the entire episode okay um let's start with the whole man emma refuses to accept responsibility for what she did and that's very annoying um i mean she just like she's just like well i'm not going to apologize for saving someone's life which, like, I understand what you're trying to say, Emma, but, like, going back in time and saving someone's life is not... That's a bad thing. She, she could get drunk one night and run over the dwarves, and there could be no dwarves. Like, it's bad. Um, and then... The worst! I also hated that Henry's, like, you don't think she's going to do anything bad, and Emma's like, I hope not. And it's like, Emma, she's not going to do anything bad. Like, chill the fuck out. Jesus. Um, although that I the their conversation at the door is like kind of beautiful. I did not read it that way. There's a there's a particular reason why I really like that that quote, and I won't say it now. Sure. But um, I would have liked it if the conversation were more about 
I fucked up and I screwed you. I'm going to fix it. Not it's my job to do this. So I need to fulfill my destiny. Like everything about Emma's conversation was, well, if you're not happy, then I'm not getting what I need as opposed to like, hey, I screwed you. This is my fault. And like, honestly, she still hadn't even just like she gave a hook apology. Sorry, (laughs) but I'm really not sorry because I'm defending what I did. Like that's the that's like the I'm sorry you were offended apology. That's horseshit. No, I, I agree that she made it about herself. Um, but I do, I think that like Regina just does not believe her. I wouldn't either. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't either. She, what did she say? Um, she said it at the beginning, the more you try to help, the worse my life becomes. I mean, I hate to say it. The worst thing to happen to Regina is Emma in every case. Sort of. Not I don't think, later. I don't think Regina would agree with that. Right now, she would. Yes, right now she would. At the end of season one, she would agree with that. I think at the end of season two, maybe not. But I think that Regina is has reached a point in her growth as a person that she recognizes without Emma being here and waking everyone up that she would still be a terrible person, and I don't think she wants that. I, 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 I like she clearly like Emma has screwed her like yes yeah but I, and I don't like and she's mad at her but I don't think that she would I like I think that she, she was literally willing to take her son back out of town yeah it's bullshit she's a terrible Emma's a bad person <laughs> but they, even after Henry didn't even want to go I know that's that's fucked man I wish we got more Henry in this episode actually not enough Henry not it's enough. funny how far we've come around on him I know, it is. I used to really not like him, and now I'm like, oh, this show, this is... Uh, the good seasons involve him, and the bad ones don't. It's a, like a really strange pattern, but it's true. Yeah. We didn't get enough. I, I didn't really like the thing where it's... like Because like, normally Emma's all about like, oh, yeah, you know, like she would never say that about Snow. She's like, no, Snow will handle it and be fine. Charming will handle it and be fine, but it's Regina, so she's like, ah, I hope not, Like, but she's probably going to do something shitty. Like, damn. And like, I even understand... Snow White being more like, well, she in the past has traditionally given in to her because she's seen her do horrible shit. Emma hasn't really seen that. Like, I guess let's say she knows she killed she killed Gran. That's like the worst thing she's seen Regina do. Yeah. Okay, I guess she knows that she was going to execute Marion, but that was like a long time. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, she does. Emma does say that. Like when they go back, she's like kind of shocked at Regina's behavior when she sees the evil queen like she tells hook like that's regina like she's she looks ridiculous like she's so terrible and i mean she yeah she's seen regina do terrible things but never quite so like brazenly in front of everyone she's never seen regina as the queen before yeah because normally she's had to like play along yes so she had to do it in secret or play some games or other shit like that yeah i guess she saw it with cora though because they kind of just like brazenly walked into Gold's office with the intent to murder him. Yeah. But yeah, that's like the closest. Yeah, this was not a good characterization episode for Emma, in my opinion. I agree with that. Yeah. Rumble and Bell. Yeah. Um, top costume, Rumble suit. The blue the, suit. The blue suit. Well, the suit isn't blue, but the the blue shirt and the blue tie, and uh, Rumble's got a little more salt than pepper going on these days. Is he Grant? I mean, he's always had grayish hair, but yeah. now it's like more gray than it Grang. was before. Um, well, I'm into it, obviously. Obviously, <laughs> when you are captured and enslaved for, it makes your hair go white. I mean, it's like when you look at those pictures of Obama on day one of his presidency and Obama on day, well, and his son died. Yeah, that's true. It's yeah. Also, you know, I just realized that technically, Rumpel was a freed slave who killed his captor. I just want you to remember that when you defend not killing her. Just pointing that out. Okay. Power to the people. Okay. Yep. Um, I feel like that I wanted to like really I wanted to cry in this scene. What scene? The, the scene dance? At the, uh, no, the scene at the grave. And I like it just it had no teeth. Neil died so long ago at this point, and it like it just ah It lacked punch. Yeah, it really did. And I I feel like too far removed too. I think I need more of something because like rumple is i feel like rumple at this point is trying to like rationalize what he's done like he's trying to rationalize that he like gave bell the fake dagger etc but he like doesn't really go far enough in that i don't actually think he's rationalizing it i think what he's saying is that i know who i am and i'm trying to make sure i don't keep going down that path yeah i think yeah 
I, I, I don't think he's rationalizing because I don't think he, like, you know, when you rationalize something, it's like, well, normally I would think it's a bad thing, but I had no choice. He doesn't regret killing that bitch at all. What he's saying is that, like, what's going to stop me from keep doing this? So, like, give me the strength to stop myself from continuing down this dark path. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Um, but yeah, I just don't... So, this is, this is exactly what I mean when I said Neil's death felt meaningless. Had it been end of the season, had it been a conversation, had it been a true sacrifice, like, I'm going to give up my life, we will say goodbye, and then he says, okay, I'm going to honor your sacrifice, what you did by killing yourself as a hero to bring me back to save the day, I'm going to work to be a better man, would, like, hit here. Instead, he just died off screen, essentially, and it was like, meh. Well, and it feels hard to me because I feel like Rumpel was like, I have to kill you because of my son. Like, I have to avenge my son. Yeah, yeah so he's and now, And now he's like, I know that you wouldn't want me to act this way. I'm like, okay, like, well, what are we... He's talking, he's not saying that I, he's saying I don't want you to walk this way because of the lie. It's purely the lie. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, the, the, it, you, you don't like the killing thing, but he actually is not saying any of that. He regrets he had to lie to Belle. That's the part that he doesn't like. But he also knows that he had told her what he was going to do. She had stopped him. Also, I didn't put this as my most ridiculous moment, but maybe I should. Rumpel is putting that dagger in, like, the front pocket of his jacket? That dagger is fucking huge! It's, like, three feet long! It's not that big. Alright, it's... It's like this big. That's like two feet. The dagger's probably about that big. No, it's like this big. I can you see us holding our hands up, yeah. uh, listeners? It's not like three feet is half of me. You think the dagger is half no, of me? It's not that long. It's two feet long. At best, I don't even think it's that. Like, think about like how long that thirty-six inches would be. A huge... It goes from his hip all the way up to his his chest. That's I would. I'll look it up. But I bet it's like eighteen inches. <laughs> just just eighteen inches. It's no big deal. I mean, we're talking about a dagger, not other things. Um, it's really sad that they have to go on their honeymoon in town. And I love how Belle is trying to make the best of it. Why is that? Okay, let's see. What was the last curse that they had here? It was the, it was the curse. Okay, I, I, I don't know. But if if the... 42 centimeters is uh, the replica that someone made. So I'm assuming... They're okay, how big is 42 centimeters? About that many. Um... <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> um, so back back to my curse situation. Yeah. In the first... 16 inches. Okay. All right, you win. A foot and a half. Um, in the first curse, yeah. once it's broken, yep. the curse is broken. They don't go back to, to the Enchanted Forest. Yep. Everyone has their memories back, yep. but they can't leave. That's just... That's like... That was true. Yeah, why was that true? I I think Regina doesn't know. Okay. Um part of just part of the dark curse. Yeah. And then the second time. Yep. This is the they the same curse. curse. Yep. They break the, Henry Henry and Regina broke the curse. They can't they still can't leave. Well technically they, Rumpel found a way to leave. Yes. Rumpel could leave with that potion and the thing, like yeah. his talisman. So I guess do the same thing with they could both do that. Yeah. They could go out of town. He would lose his magic. Yeah. Which would scare him. That would be interesting, actually. But, I mean, she wants to see the world. Like, uh -huh. I feel like this is the thing you do. They should, they should not be here. Also, Belle, okay. I hear you, but you just decided that the empty house is yours to claim for your honeymoon? Well, I, it sounded like she asked around and no one lives there. And she, she kind of says it a little like, like, I think nobody would mind if we did this. She's not saying let's just, like, keep it forever. She's like... Nobody, we could just stay here for the weekend. It's fine. But that, that's like not a, that's just wrong. Why? <laughs> what do you mean, why? Who does it belong to? It doesn't matter. It's not yours. Like, you understand this concept, right? <laughs> yes, I do understand this concept. But like, in weird storybook, like, where the, there's no, like, what are they supposed to go to Granny's? Like, there's, they can't like travel out of town. Yeah. They can't like look up Airbnbs. Yeah. I mean, you could travel out of town. Well, then what are they supposed to do with this place? Leave it alone. It's not yours. Just leave it there? Yes. No one should ever go inside. Well, whoever the owner is should go inside. But the owner is presumably not here. No one knows who belongs to. What if something has happened to this owner? Maybe Don't. we should investigate now this, the house. This is rationalizing. Right. This is rationalizing. This is not their place. And also, just because no one's claimed it doesn't mean that, like, it could be someone's. They just haven't claimed it yet. Like, it's not yours. You know it's not Colt's. 
<laughs> if he wanted, he could also just go buy it. Okay, Roger. I feel like this is similar to how you think that everything in Gold's shop belongs to Gold. It does. Just because it showed up there. Yeah. It does. No, it doesn't. We have not seen any examples of him not having something that he didn't make a deal with. Unless you're saying Gold is a thief. How did he get Eric's cloak? I don't know. Maybe he made a deal. <laughs> Fuck if I know with that weird-ass prince. He's probably into fish. He probably gave him something fishy. How did fishy. he get Emma's unicorn mobile? He didn't. It Reg just appeared there. I think, no, I think <laughs> I think he made a deal with Regina for that. Why did he want it? Because he had a plan. Just like why he wanted the um the thing that he wakes up charming with. Yeah. He made a deal with Regina for all of those things. In fact, he probably just like, yeah, give me all the things I want. She's like, all right. <laughs> so it's okay that he's keeping them because Regina stole them from somebody else. He didn't. I mean, okay, I get what you're saying, but like, you're saying, what, what was his options here? He needed them. He couldn't, they were cursed, and they were just, coming over. You just don't. You just don't what? You just don't take the stuff. And then you can't help break the curse? All right. Not his stuff. Yeah. Actually, and still, that's speculation. He could have actually made a deal for every one of those things. This we know they don't own. Okay. This seems very unbell-like, I guess, is my point with this. I think she's, she's feeling a little mischievous about it. I know. That's what's weird, though. We've never seen this side of Belle. I think that she wants adventure in the Great White somewhere, and this house is as far as she can get. But then, like, at that point, let's just work on them leaving. Yeah, that would be nice. That'd be far more fun. That'd be nice. Um... Or, like, can't they still travel through portals? I guess Emma, no. Emma can open a time portal, but nobody should do that. Um, Definitely not Emma. No. I don't think Rumpel would do it either. No. He's, he, he knows better. <laughs> he needs to go back and get Beta. Like, just grab him right when he drops to the portal. Like, go find a magic bean. Have Hook sail you somewhere. There's no more magic beans, Roger. Listen, if there's one person who owes Bella a favor, it's fucking Hook. It's true. Like, hey, guess what? You tried to kill me twice. Here's how you're going to repay me. Oh. You're going to sail me across the world as our chauffeur. And that's your present to me for my wedding. I think even Hook would say, deal. Yeah, really and you tried to kill my husband. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Well, they go in the house. And then <laughs> there's this box. What's in the box? It's in the box. Circular, a very cool looking box. He's just like, he, he switches the daggers back. He, he freezes her. Yeah. Switches the daggers, which is what I said to do. Just like, do what you need to do. Swap the daggers back and then you're good. And then he like sees this box. And he's like, that box. And he doesn't say anything about it to Belle. And then they have their Beauty and the Beast dance. And we see him in his Beast costume for the first time. Is that what that is? The Beast costume? Mm -hmm. oh. Um, He looks so handsome. I so you mentioned in the one of the last episodes about like communication. I could you have really communicated this to Belle without her telling you drop it? But he should drop it. But the the so like <laughs> what you're saying is that like it's like what we talked about with the Regina and Zelina thing. Even if you believe he shouldn't kill Zelina, it's not your choice to make. Like you even agree that Regina had no right to force him to make the choice. You should just say like you shouldn't kill her, but I'm not going to make you do it. The problem is that Belle never gives him an option. She just tells him you have to drop it and is pissed if he doesn't listen. Like, she doesn't actually have a conversation with him. She just commands well, him. Well, that is a relationship problem that they need to figure that's out. That's not a relationship problem. That's a Belle problem. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, I don't know what he, I mean, I can't, well, I don't know what the box is. Apparently it's a hat, whatever that is. And it required magic to open. Yeah, he had to use his dagger to open yeah, it, which was kind of interesting. Strong power. Um... Like, I just don't know that. I don't think, I think this is one of the rare cases where communication doesn't help the situation at all. Well, I mean, we can talk about this later, but I feel like the whole key to this half season is communication. Communication only works if another person's going to listen. I think, I think people would listen. No, you know, you literally have factual evidence that people don't listen. Snow, don't touch the box. I think that you're like, Emma, complaining like Emma, don't bring back people from the past. Bell, stay off the fucking pirate ship. 0 for 3. Actually, I can't think of an example where they fucking listened. Rumpel doesn't listen to shit all the time. When? When people ask him to be honest and then he just doesn't? No, he doesn't lie. 
You said honest. Oh my god. Alright. Um, well, he switches the daggers again to open the Ruffle does listen. They tell him not to use magic in Neverland, and he doesn't. Because he knows that this... You said he doesn't listen. Okay, listen. I can come up with plenty of instances where any of the people you said don't listen do listen. Name one. Where Emma listens? Mm -hmm. I don't have this off the top of my head, bro. You just said you can come up with plenty of instances. Name one where Snow listens. Or Belle. I'll give you any of the three. I'll accept any of the three. I don't know, man. Don't press me. That's pretty rough. I came up with one in like 30 seconds. Because you think about it all the time. You characters! And you watch this seven times! None of them listen ever! Three characters to choose from! How much more material do you need? Apparently a lot. My brain doesn't work this way. It's because, I don't think about character flaws in this way. Because they don't listen. It's because you're looking for something that doesn't exist. I think it does. All right, well. What we, what, what's the uh, uh, line that Emma hits Henry with in the very first episode? Just because it's you believe something doesn't, doesn't make it true. true. Doesn't mean it's true. You know, Regina actually does listen occasionally. Yeah, she yeah. does. She does listen occasionally. The evil queen. Sometimes she doesn't. Sometimes she does not. Sometimes she doesn't listen. Yeah. Who got left? Well, that was it, except the... So he opens the hat, or he op opens the box, and it is a hat? So that it's was only really open. It just, like, becomes a hat. I was unclear. Just, like, was that hat. projecting a hat, or did it become a hat? Is that Fantasia? Yeah, it's from Fantasia. And I really like that they play the Fantasia music, like, but very is that slowly. What that they, like, lead into it very, very slowly. Oh, I do not know anything about Fantasia. I've never seen yeah, it. We, it's very short. We should just watch it. Okay. Um, not Well, the, the whole movie Fantasia is very long, but it, it's, like, a series of, like, vignettes. Sure. And the vignette, the Sorcerer's Apprentice vignette is very short. Okay. Um, and the hat is the Sorcerer's Apprentice's hat. The hat is the Sorcerer's hat. Is the Sorcerer Mickey? Mickey is the sorcerer's apprentice, and he takes the hat, even though he was told not to take the hat. They said, "Don't touch the hat," and he touches the hat, and then shit happens. Okay, so Mickey is not the sorcerer. Who's the sorcerer in Fantasia? It's just a the dude sorcerer. With a beard. He just so is, Merlin. Yeah, he, okay. he's just an old man with a beard. Got it. There's no speaking. In the whole movie. In the whole. I don't know. Yeah, actually, yeah, I, don't, I don't think there's any speaking in Fantasia. There's no speaking. Well, not just a plug. Okay. It's like a music. It's music. Is this? I, I'm honestly. I feel like I'm gonna say this a lot, but I think this is a bottom five episode for me. Yeah. Like dreamy, obviously is yeah, bad. Yeah, the worst. You that, really didn't like the episode where they had four locales in season two, where they just kept ping ponging yeah, back and really forth. Bad. That was really bad. There's a couple in three I really didn't like. Three B. Really hard time like saying when I think something is the worst episode. Because, like, I did, like, I thought Regina's story in this episode was interesting. But, like, I agree. This is probably... It was, like, a it was a diamond covered in... I would say bottom five, yeah. Yeah, it was good. really... And also, like, for what it needed to do, it did none of it. I was bored during that year. Same. I, like, was I, really I, bored. I was bored. Yeah. I was very bored. All right, anything else? No, I'm good. All right. Favorite moment? I have two. Wow, I only have one. They're both Regina. Okay, mine... Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Regina, we need to talk. Fuck off. <laughs> I have said for years. Just, uh, like, remember when I said, like, uh, Rumpel just hits him with the Irish goodbye in Neverland? Like, you know what? Fuck this shit, I'm out. And he just spins his thing. Yeah. Regina's like, I want to talk to you, bitch. And just poofs away. Oh, that was good. Pretty badass. Yeah. Like, it's also a perfect way of Regina, I don't want to deal with this shit, so I'm just using my magic and get the hell out of here. Yeah. And and Emma has this, like, ah, ah, damn. You. Um, mine is their conversation at the door. Both the cinematography of that is cool. I think um, the cinematography was great. I don't I, like the conversation. I I hear you on the that Emma makes it all about herself, but it I think it it is going to bookend this season very beautifully. Was it a conversation though? It was Emma speaking. Because I don't think Regina said anything. Well, I also I think that we we see Regina being a broken person yeah. for like most of this series. Oh, of course. But I think this is, like, the first time that we've ever seen Regina, like, sitting on the floor and crying. I feel like she did when she had to kill Daniel. Yeah. Yeah. And then also when she was um, dealing with Henry being gone. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Seen it it's, 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 hard, it's, it's hard for me to watch. It's sure. Hard. 
I, I I wish also that so we talked about this. One of the things we appreciate about um charming is that when Snow said she needed some space, he gave her some space. Regina did not want to talk to her, and she like forces her to talk to her. Yeah, like, well, it's because Emma wants to talk to her, and she's being selfish. Yeah, correct. Emma wants to make herself feel better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's not about Regina; it's about you, which is what I don't like about that. Um, I also like Regina's Mortal Kombat fatality. Pretty badass. She just like, well, it and it's. I like how they made it seem like she was, yeah, like just like fuck the shit I'm out, yeah. Um, but she's... she was also very smart because like she watched Emma hit it from the front and it didn't do anything, so she was like, maybe if I do this from the back. Well, I so at first I thought she poofed inside of her and blew it up. That's even cooler. I know. <laughs> I was like, I think. So one of two things either happened. I think she threw a fireball inside of it and it exploded. It, yeah, I think that's Which right. is like, that's badass. I was like, I even said it. I was like, fatality. Do you think that Regina could poof a fireball inside of something? Yeah. That would be very cool. But she has to have direct line of sight. Yeah. Yeah. So, it yeah. seems like direct line of sight. Very important. Which makes sense. Yeah. You have to aim it. Yeah. Uh, Most ridiculous moment. I have two. Same. I think you're going to have two very different ones. Yeah. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of ridiculous moments here. This whole episode is a ridiculous moment. Like, shows some. Um, Bell picking a random house for the honeymoon. Okay, that's fair. That's ridiculous. Also, because like if that were like honestly, I would buy that from Emma because that's kind of what Emma and Neil did in the past. Yeah, this doesn't seem like Bell. Just she's never shown that behavior. Okay. She's not really that kind of character to me. Okay. What's one of yours? Um, I already have. I we already talked about this, but like it, I thought it was funny Emma forgetting that she knows how to do magic. Oh yeah, and when because doesn't Hook go? I think he means your magic. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh, my magic. I how to do that. Uh, yeah. Anything outside of that? I have another ridiculous moment. Okay. Um, the, uh, I, so, Arendelle. I actually have an Arendelle thing. I cared about something enough to put it on here. Um, mm -hmm. Elsa shows Anna the dress, and she's so afraid to touch it because she thinks she's going to ruin it. Mm -hmm. And then she wears it on like an hours long hike up to some rocks. Mm -hmm. She wore her a dress that she's going to wear to her wedding on a hike. It's really bad. That's ridiculous. <laughs> um, I mean, I, if you were paying attention, everyone knows my most ridiculous moment is Emma trying to defend what she did to Regina. Mm -hmm. Like just from a, like just apologize and say you're sorry. Yeah. Don't don't fucking rationalize this bullshit. Sorry. Yeah, that was. <laughs> Sorry? For being a hero and a good person, a lot of parts of this episode do not position her as a decent human being. Hey, Master. Yeah. Who's your loser? I really, really struggled with this one because nothing happened. Like, there's a cool, like, CGI thing, but there actually is a loser. Sydney. Oh, that's a really good choice. I also had a really hard time. Um, He thought Regina was actually, like there to like break him out of prison or whatever i don't know if he knows that she put him in the and then he just gets trapped back in the mirror yeah like and he's horrified like sydney's the loser here yeah and my runner-up is me <laughs> my loser is regina oh interesting um in this episode specifically in that scene in her office where she's talking to Robin mm, yeah. and he talks about how much he cares for her and she gets that Regina smile. But. And then he butts it and the like a tear falls like it, it was so painful to watch. And she is just she feels so alone. Oh, yeah. No, I, I especially like that scene at the end that you really like with the split. Yeah. I also like the lighting in that like Emma's in the light. Regina's crying in the darkness and she's just sitting there, you know, weeping. Yeah. Uh, I think that's fair. I, I I don't know that I agree with that, but I don't think it's inherently wrong. I struggled with winners a lot. Yeah. I have I have one point five split across three. If it if it helps, I also struggled because my Regi my winner is Regina. <laughs> oh. <laughs> She's We're... both winner and loser of this episode. Duality, huh? Um, I think. Obviously, I mean, I guess backsliding is a loser trait sure. as well. But I think she realizes at the end of this episode, like, I'm not that person. I don't want to do this anymore. She's mm -hmm. still really upset and that sucks. Mm -hmm. But I think that, like, trying to find the author is a good plan. I think it's a good plan. I like it. Yeah. Uh, 0.5. <laughs> a question that good I didn't question. think to ask. I put Regina as a 0.5. Okay. Uh, for all the reasons you listed. I put Rumple as a 0.5. 
he found something that's important to him. I don't know what that thing what is. is. It's in the box, but it's a hat. I'm assuming it has strong magic. It's in a hat. It's magical <laughs> because he uses Darkwing Dagger. Um, he got to do a very beautiful dance with his wife, which I think is cool. Um, they also definitely banged. Okay. Just saying. I just didn't think of that. <laughs> win? Um, that seems like a weird way to give a win. Uh, and also, I think he... It is important that he acknowledges that, like, it's going to be difficult for me to not mm -hmm. be that man. So, like, give me the strength to be the man I want to be. And, of course, then he doesn't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I... I that's why I put... Half, that's I why I said rumple question. Yeah. Like... Yeah. <laughs> half i didn't realize that when you said one and a half Across that you meant people. that it was each half Point five. okay got it um <laughs> and then i really thought about just putting no one yeah i also thought about that i don't know that anything progressed like we we got the setup of regina looking for the author we got the setup of rumple finding the hat but nothing of value really took place in this episode we get the Elsa, not Elsa, what's her sister's name? Anna. Anna. God, I hate her. Um, going to Mist Haven. But, like, it's all just, like... Yeah, we don't really know what's going on. Well, and, like, we just didn't get, like, a a thing. Like, there was always a thing before. Like, oh, okay, we know that the Heart of the Truth Believer uh -huh. or New York Serenade had the monkey. Like, this was just, like, bleh. And I don't mind just, like, a good storybook episode, but, like, I they've introduced a lot of characters I don't give a shit about. Yeah, I think, I agree. Yeah, so, no one, no one, Rumple, Regina, all question marks. I have a definitive loser. I could have picked no one and been fine. Yeah. Well, the next episode is season four, episode two, White Out. So, that's descriptive. Mm -hmm. Um, my main question is, well, Regina asked the best question Should that do. all of us should have been asking, which is, who is this author and why is whatever he does seemingly immutable? Mm -hmm. um, and also, what's in the hat? What's in the hat, man? What's in there? My, You know what my number one thing I'm looking forward to is? This half season to be over? 4B. <laughs> I think this is as bad as I remember. Okay. So. Yeah. We even haven't gotten to the worst part yet. The villain. <laughs> well, no, Emma's already here. Oh my God, Roger! Please. Oh, are we not claiming Emma as the villain right now? No. Well, she's the bad guy this episode. That's fair. So right now, I'd say she's the villain. You didn't choose her as the loser. Well, she's not hurt. She screwed everyone else. Mm. Like I hate. Like it's like honestly, it's like when Regina was screwing or like Zelina was screwing everyone. She didn't do like actually. <laughs> she got everything she wanted. She's made everybody else around her miserable. Hooks miserable. <laughs> Regina's miserable. Good job, Emma. All the people in your life are fucking miserable. Yep. All right. Well, if we didn't sell that to you, please be sure to join us next time when we watch Season 4, Episode 2, White Out. One down, ten to go. We'll see you next time. <laughs> okay. God, I hate this season.